0: everybody to the Building Aaronsburg Podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg.
1: And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg.
0: Today we're going to talk about our siblings. Uh,
1: <laughs> There's a lot of them between the two of us.
0: Yeah, and I don't know how many of them listen to this,
1: but... They're about to hear some things about themselves. They're about to get themselves. told about. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about ourselves, we're going to talk about our siblings. Between the two of us, Thomas, have, Thomas and I have... Oh wait, I was going to count the total number of kids. We have to subtract two. Thirteen children total right. and eleven, 11 siblings. siblings between the two of us. Mm, That's a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, So the reason we're talking about this is because I got a a message on one of our social media things. Now that I'm a social media light. Oh, boy. And, uh...
1: You guys, by the way, can we just say, side note, if you're not already following Thomas on Building Aaronsburg, he's...
0: You're missing out.
1: You really are missing out. He is handling it, and he pretty much only Instagram stories at 5.45 a.m., it's when things
0: are fresh on my mind,
1: <laughs> it's just—it's very precious. Well, and I think that you're, I need to
0: make more time. I guess to do it throughout the day. I just—it's not. It doesn't come naturally. Like you're teaching. I've, you have a I've job. I've created a habit of going to the gym, and when I park the car, get my phone out and do you a few just, stories. You
1: just talk about whatever's on your mind that yes, day, which recently has been a lot of. Kids' problems at school, kids' discipline problems, yeah, that type thing. So that I'm we're... just
0: on a I'm on a kick right
1: now with <laughs> my children. So yeah, if you're follow Thomas on at um, Building Aaronsburg on Instagram to get all of his Instagram stories. But anyway, all that being said, Yep.
0: So <laughs> someone messaged me and it's like, hey, can you, you know, give us some info on on the siblings, like, you know, where where are you in the birth order, mm-hmm. and what was it like having? Older and younger brothers and sisters.
1: Well, what if you're the oldest? Then they would all be younger.
0: Well, that's not us, though.
1: Yeah, that's not either one of us. Uh, We've mentioned it before, but as many siblings as we have between the two of us, we could not have grown up more differently. Um, Thomas moved out all over the place. I stayed put. I've lived in Mobile my entire life except for to go to college. And um, I'm one of six kids. Instead of him being one of seven, we're both number three in line. We're both the third child, which I think does contribute to how well we get along and what we value and things like that. You know, that old birth order thing, which I'm not an expert in, but I've read a little bit about it. And I do think it's... I
0: think there's a lot of...
1: There's a lot to it. A lot
0: to it, yeah. You
1: know, the oldest... And as we have our own children, we start to realize... Oh, yeah. For sure. The oldest seems to be the one that kind of takes on responsibility, just naturally, not Mm -hmm. forced upon them, just naturally. And then the baby is the baby. And the baby is... You
0: know, a little spoiled.
1: And then I read somewhere recently, or someone told me supposedly, that after four, three or four children, the birth order starts over. So, really, yeah, I think it's after four kids. So basically, the fifth kid is more responsible. The sixth kid, that's not true. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's not true in my family. (laughs) Okay. So I'm one of six kids, all girls and one boy. So five girls came first, and then my baby brother who my mom refers to as the prince so you can imagine oh, how my. you can imagine how that went down um so i was supposed to be a boy my mom made me gingham sheets to go on my baby bed
0: yeah this is probably before like ultrasound technology and stuff they right I
1: mean, uh i don't know i th- maybe Maybe, but I mean, how good was the sonogram? Yeah, really, right. even if there was one, how good was it? So she made me gingham sheets, and she was preparing for her boy because they wanted a boy that had two girls, and out pops me. I'm a girl, so that may be why I learned how to cut the grass and learned yeah, how to like do plumbing and all make those you things. A boy. Yeah,
0: you're supposed to be a boy
1: because my two older sisters, for sure, did not do any of that business. They were like. Ugh, I'm perspiring like ugh, what is this condensation coming off my face like ugh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've been working so long that
1: <laughs> that there's our, the, our oldest says that. What did she say? She was cleaning the bathroom or something one day, and she's like, Mama. I'm starting to sweat. I'm, I've been cleaning so hard. I'm starting to sweat. I was like, get used to it, sister. That's just how it goes. <laughs> it's a good workout. I
0: think she was surprised because she was inside working, <laughs> and she was sweating. Like, if you're outside, you're cutting the grass. Yeah. You expect to, to <laughs> anyway.
1: work up a little sweat. <laughs> so, one of six kids, but um, I we are spread 19 years apart so my oldest sister was 19 and in college when my baby brother was born mm-hmm. he's exactly 10 years younger than me our birthdays are very close to each other and um so I took on I felt like I was his little mama like you'll see pictures so you're saying of us the
0: birth order reset it three
1: yeah I get well again we we were Born in pairs, basically, too. There were six of us, but we were essentially born in pairs as well. My two older sisters were two years apart. Me and my sister, well, I was not, I'm sorry, seven years younger than the one older than me, and then my mom had another one two years later. So we were in pairs, and then my younger two, the youngest two siblings were like seven years younger than me and then ten years younger than me. So they were kind of in a pair. And so I think we ended up pairing up as far as, just getting along in life. Right. Unfortunately, the sister I paired up with, we couldn't be more opposite. Yeah. I mean, just absolute opposites. Now my two older sisters got along great, get along great.
0: Yeah, they're very similar.
1: They are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, they both went to up to South Bend to go to Notre Dame and to go to St. Mary's, which were, you know, Private colleges. They, they 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 attended private school from kindergarten all the way through college. Right here comes Catherine LSU. Black Coming sheep, in hot. Here she comes. <laughs> black sheep family. Got black sheep in the family. Got to do things different. Um, I didn't even try to get into Notre Dame because if we're being honest, I'm the stupid one. Like I'm the dumb one. I'm not the. I've never been an academic achiever. Any of that stuff. Now the sister right under me. You're
0: a D one athlete. But that's why.
1: Doggone it, I'm good enough. (laughs) I'm smart enough, and doggone it, I'm a D one athlete. And um, the (laughs) you you were one. (laughs) I was one for like six months. months. (laughs) Um. So then the sister underneath me, um, went to Notre Dame also. Mm
0: -hmm. So like
1: I'm squashed between, you know, genius level people, and I'm just like this public school reject basically. And we had all You gone... went to school
0: for athletics. Dang. They it. went to school for That's academics, right. Some clearly. of us go for
1: different reasons. Different reasons. Different reasons. No, I a hundred percent went for my school for landscape architecture. And then the two little ones, um you know, I don't even know. Like I wasn't even attached to them. They were like so little. I mean they right. were just like little so babies far basically. From... Yeah. Every yeah. picture I have with me and my brother, like I look like I'm carrying him around like he's my little baby doll. And just, just like my little, my little person. Yeah. So, um, so I would say that me and the one that were close, you know, the sister that was closest to me, we, we were paired up, especially when we were little. Spent tons of time together. As we got older, we like pulled further and further apart because we were so different. Right. We get along great now. Um, and we each have four kids. We each have the biggest, you know, number of grandchildren out of the entire family. Right. We ended up with the most. There's eight grandchildren just between the two of us. Um, but you know, she was there when I poked my butt with a pair of scissors. Yep. She was there, you know. When, when she hit you and no, I hit her in, you the, hit head her with the, in the head with a hammer.
0: Okay. I mean
1: I need this somebody. is yeah. we've experienced some real life together. Right. You know what I'm saying? And look, we've learned lessons. You learn lessons more than just the fact that I got poked with a pair of scissors and she learned lessons more than getting hit, hit in the head with a hammer. Because what happened with the hammer was I was outside digging in the dirt with the claw end of a hammer. And she said, dad's going to be mad at you if you don't stop digging in the dirt. Right. And I said, you need to move out of the way or I'm going to hit you with this hammer. Mm. And she didn't move. And so I hit her with the hammer. So she learned that when I tell her.
0: Yep. You are a woman of your word. I'm a
1: woman of my word. Let me tell you, after that, I don't think that she ever that I'm aware of. Doubted. Doubted that I would do exactly what I said oh. I was going to do.
0: <laughs> I have a similar story. Okay. I'm also a man of my word. Okay. Growing up, oh, as I mentioned, story. we had bunk beds. <laughs> and I was really into music when I was a kid. Still am. And so I had, you know, back then, the stereo was a stereo. That I mean, was a I think, boom box. It weighed probably 25 pounds, <laughs> maybe more. But I had it up on my, I was a top bunk. I was one of the top bunk kids. So I had it up on my top bunk and I had to change the sheets or something one day. Which required moving that so I could get the sheets and everything. Anyway.
1: There needs to be an invention for bunk bed changing sheets because it is the worst thing. It is. On the planet. And especially
0: when you're short. Like I'm sure a tall person could just reach up there and do it. But I'm a little kid. I'm having to. You're, you to climb you're on up top there. of it. Yeah. You know? As you're trying to change it. Anyway, so I got to get the radio down in order to do that. And I told my brother. I was like, hey, I'm going to throw this radio down <laughs> on the other bed. Can you move?
1: It's in my way
0: he said, no. I was like, well, I'm throwing it down. So you need to move. Like, I'm not going to throw it on the floor. I'll break it. It's my stereo. I got I to gotta throw it on a mattress or something soft. Anyway, he's like, no, I'm not moving. I was like, well, I'm throwing it. And that was my last warning. <laughs> he didn't move. And about 20 to 5 to 30 pounds of stereo hit him in the back. <laughs> and he was not expecting. What
1: is the sound you always make whenever you say, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> that's probably not what it's. Like. I don't know what it sounded like. But I remember like when it was leaving my hand like, that's going to hurt. <laughs> that's going to hit him square in the back.
1: I bet he never doubted ever again that you would do what you said you were nope. going to do.
0: And the thing is, like he was mad at me like he was going to fight me, but I had the high ground. So...
1: You jump on, jump I mean, right on top of him yeah. like a spider monkey. Well, and
0: he was hurt too. I don't think he could have <laughs> if he wanted to. He's an
1: injured lion. <laughs> anyway, well,
0: back to your hammer story.
1: That's it. That's it. Okay. She had a huge hematoma on her head. Oh. And um, I don't remember if she went to the doctor for that or not. Now the story about the scissors on my butt <laughs> were um. My mom. I'm sure you guys can imagine this. He's metal scissors with black handles. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a pair at their house. We had several pairs. These were like my mom's good, the good scissors. scissors. They yes. were the good scissors. Don't use the good scissors. Oh my lord! So someone had taken the good scissors. I don't remember taking them or whatever. Anyway, someone had taken the good scissors out into the yard. My mom couldn't find them. She had been asking where they were. We didn't know. Like mm-hmm. clearly, this was like a topic in the house that it we wasn't you though. I don't remember if it was me or not. I'm 38 years old. Maybe it was. I've no I mean, idea. You got a
0: hammer out earlier that you weren't supposed to, so just evidence <sighs> seems to
1: anyway. One hammer doth not <laughs> doth not mean <laughs> that I took the scissors as well. Anyway, so we had a play structure out in the back of our yard. And I found the scissors as we were playing. Well, my sister that's close in age to me, her name's Sarah. I don't know why we don't use names. I use all these descriptors. Sarah was, we were playing on this play set, you know, the swing set, the old school swing set yes. with the metal slide and the oh, little yeah. bar that you swing on. Anyway, so I found the scissors and I was up on the top of the slide and I, I walked up the back, you know, the stairs of the slide and I had mm-hmm. the scissors behind my back. And I was like, Sarah, guess what I found? And she goes, mama scissors. And I was like, nope. And I slid down the slide with the scissors behind my back. And when I landed on the ground, those things jabbed me directly in my butt cheek. On
0: those slides, you didn't land on your feet. You always landed on On your your butt. butt. Yeah.
1: Well, I landed on the pair of scissors Mm. on my butt cheek. So then the tragedy of all of it was that I did have to go to the doctor. And I'm like six or seven years old, and the doctor had to look at my butt, and I was mortified. (laughs) I was like, this is not happening. Mm. Like, this is bad news bears that the te- the the teacher the doctor had to look at my butt cheek like yeah. You talk about learning a lesson.
0: Don't slide down Don't- the scissors <laughs> with scissors in your pocket.
1: Look, you know that we learn these lessons because how how long did our kids jump around with toothbrushes in their mouths? Oh, yeah. Before we pulled out the YouTube video of Rescue 911 to teach them to know. And everybody
0: that watched Rescue 911 knows exactly what video we're talking about.
1: It's like you might think, oh, and you never jump with a toothbrush in your mouth ever again because it sounds like something that sounds so stupid and like no one would ever do it. But... We've experienced it. Our kids did it. And then we showed them the Rescue 911 video. And now they're just as scarred as we are. They will never do that. And they'll pass that on to their kids. We watched it. They must have played that as a rerun a million and one times on TV. I don't know how many episodes
0: of that show there actually were. I don't know. I would bet there was probably just one season with about... 10 or 15 incidents, and that was it.
1: Maybe. They
0: kept rerunning them.
1: All I know is I can still remember that kid who the toothbrush just disappeared into the back of his throat right. when he ran into a wall. And
0: the takeaway, you don't pull it out. I remember them saying yes, that. Yes, you
1: take them to the ER and let them take right. it out as guess. Ugh. Anyway, so that's my family story. There's six of us. We're really spread apart. There's lots of smart ones. There's one dumb one. Um, I'm trying to give you a good summary here. And um, we played outside a lot, just like your family probably did. They may as well have locked us outside. Yeah. I also got a good dose of um soap operas. I never really latched onto the soap opera though, unlike the rest of my family. But my mom loved the soap opera back yeah. in the day. Her show. Her yeah, stories. Sh- no, she stories. never called them her stories. That was just something <laughs> I kind of learned later. No, she never called them that. But um, yeah, that was that was my story. So.
0: All right, well, let's take a little break.
1: And we come back. We're going to be telling about Thomas's family. (music) Welcome back to Building Aaronsburg. We just told the story of the cannon crew, and now we're going to move on to the Aaronsburg crew. Tell us what you got, Thomas. All right.
0: The Aaronsburg crew is much more live than the (laughs) cannon crew.
1: (laughs) It's because we were all girls. We were all tame girls right oh, so or wild boys there are
0: seven of us um it's four boys three girls the order is boy girl boy 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 girl girl so a lot of boys even my older <laughs> sister i mean she was pretty much a tomboy <laughs> growing up uh and the seven of us are 10 years i think
1: spanning between maybe all of 12
0: you. Let's see, 92 to 8, so 12 years. They're 12 years apart. Oh, my word. All right, so 7 and 12 years. That's like one every other year. Uh, Some of
1: y'all were born in the same year. You and your sister are right. Irish twins.
0: But the first the first four of us were born in four years. Yeah. So four and four years, s- skip a year, and then the fifth one. Let so, me tell
1: you, we had four within almost that same amount of time, and I was like, yeah. someone needs to teach me how to not. Yeah. Your mom was like, we're doing this thing.
0: Um, and then the second thing was unlike y'all who just lived in one spot, we lived all over the place. Yeah. That was we started off in Hawaii, moved to Spokane, Washington, back to Hawaii at some point for a little while we lived in um, Baton Rouge for maybe six months.
1: Your parents have like a million times more chill than I do, yeah. or my parents do to have to have seven children, period. yeah, and then to move y'all around,
0: as much as we moved around, I would
1: be in Cersei Hospital. Right. Cersei doesn't even exist anymore, but I would 100% be up just there, just there by yourself. I'd be the yeah. I just go crawling to bed over there.
0: Um. Then back to Hawaii, San Francisco, and then here.
1: Oh my gosh, you weren't done yet with how many places? No, you I wasn't. Been. And everyone, <laughs> And
0: every time I tell people that, they're like, "Oh, is your dad military?" No, nope. yeah, I know. Nope, he was not. He just couldn't sit still. I guess I don't know what it was, but the nice thing was because we were also grouped so closely together we always had somebody like even when you moved you weren't you weren't the new kid by yourself you You were the new kid but
1: you had your moving buddy
0: right there were (laughs) you know if if you were having trouble making friends the first few days you had your brother that was a year older or younger than you and and you just kind of you already had a friend I guess when you moved which I think that's that was a huge part I was not very good at moving I think that. my older brother did pretty well with it, um, and probably Pat, the one that's the year younger than me, I thought he did pretty well with it, but I think the rest of us kind of... They might
1: feel differently about it. Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know. I've never asked out, them.
1: From your outsider view, they seemed like they were doing well with moving Right, and comparison. maybe they weren't. Maybe yeah. they
0: weren't. Um, But yeah, so all five of us were grouped. The first five of us were grouped very close together, mm-hmm. and we were... We were absolute disasters. At least, I mean, like, I think about... Disciplinary disasters. But, you know, I don't think we were bad kids. I think we were just kids, and there was a lot of us, and there was no...
1: No control in there that. There no
0: controlling it. I mean, yeah,
1: it's a big force. Because I think probably at school, y'all were probably well-behaved. Oh,
0: absolutely. Which I is know we were well-behaved, and my mom and dad kept us in line. Like, we knew, we knew how to act right.
1: When you had to do it.
0: When we had to do it, but, yeah. you know, for the most part, if it's like, y'all go outside and play... That could mean anything. (laughs) I mean, you might find us on a roof. My dad tells a story all the time about when we were living in Hawaii. I couldn't have been. I could not have been five years old. Like five is the oldest I could have possibly been. And he came home from work one day. And I've climbed up a street light pole. And I'm hanging from the street light.
1: Probably like 15 feet in the air. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: just how, who coerced me to do that? Probably my brother's. And sister, just like cheering me on, go, yeah. go, go, and you're, all right, here I go. Yeah, I mean, me, it's just it's stuff like that. I mean, that's not to me. That's not we weren't being bad kids. You're just you're just getting into little, stuff, maybe you know? a little
1: lack of oversight, a little bit. Which I would argue that these days we probably have too much Way of too a much thumb, thumb on our kid, yeah, kids. Um, but maybe yours was a little too little. Maybe
0: none of us, none of us got in any serious, yeah, trouble. Um, none of us were very, were seriously harmed. I do remember when we lived in California, we got, uh, poison oak and poison ivy a couple times. Oh my gosh. Cause behind our house was like this wooded area. And so we would always go exploring back there. I don't know what we were exploring for. We would just, just go back there. And we thought my brother was so cool cause he had a pocket knife and he could cut stuff with it.
1: Um, why would anyone give as, as big of Hellions as y'all were? <laughs> I cannot believe the weapons that your parents gave you. Y'all A pocket had, knife
0: is not dangerous. Okay.
1: They gave y'all BB guns, paintball guns, Nerf guns. Those was, were
0: all when we were older, though. We were teenagers You still weren't by the old time. enough.
1: Still yeah. were not old enough I, I, to be responsible. I think you could
0: make the argument that we're not old enough now, truthfully.
1: I would also make that argument. Y'all so, act like idiots with weapons, generally.
0: Um, But yeah, I mean, we... We got into, I mean, I wouldn't, again, I, I don't know that trouble is the right word. I don't know that we got into a lot of trouble. I think we made trouble. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say we got into trouble. Okay. Um,
1: so you're all still in Mobile for the most part. The yes. greater Mobile area.
0: Right. So when we finally did move here, uh, I was in middle school. Um, we were, at this point, we're all born. So it's not like, you know, as we kind of moved around, we sort of picked picked them up along the way. Y'all were all born in Hawaii, thing.
1: except for your baby sister, who was born, right, in, San born in San
0: Francisco. Um, so we moved here. We went to middle school, or I went to middle school and high school here, and college here. Um, half of us have gone to college. Half of us have not gone to college. You were
1: also a private school baby from start to finish. I
0: was. Uh, both me and Pat are private school from... Actually, I take that back. When we lived in... Uh, Hawaii, we went to public school.
1: Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were probably better there. And I want
0: to say when we lived in uh, Spokane, Washington, we might have gone to public school, too. I don't remember. I remember we rode the bus. Now, maybe the Catholic school system had a bus system up there. I don't know. I don't remember the name of the school, so I couldn't Okay, anyway. Um, but anyway, half of us went to college. Half of us didn't. Uh, we are, for the most part. Still in the Mobile area. I have my youngest sister, the one that's the baby, lives in Nebraska with her husband.
1: Oh, I forgot she... How could I forget that she's away? Well, I just think it's interesting. I was just thinking about how spread apart your dad's siblings are. Right. Two of them are still in Hawaii. One of them's here. One's Mm -hmm. in Baton Rouge. Like, they're all... One's in Mississippi. There was two in... Anyway, they've moved around. But... Point being, they're all kind of all over the place. They seem to have kind of found they're, their own They're paths. all over
0: the place, but they're all over, like, places that we've lived. Yeah. Or that they've lived. Yeah. You know, they, they grew up in Hawaii, which yeah. is why there's some that still live in Hawaii. And then my grandparents moved to Baton Rouge. Some of them stayed in Baton Rouge. Yeah. And then my grandparents moved to Mobile, and then that's why some we're of them in Mobile, here. and some are in Mobile yeah. here, too. So yeah. they are spread out, but it, I guess it would be no different than if some of us decided to stay in Hawaii or lived in San Francisco. It's kind of, those are places that we've lived before.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Um, But in terms of, you know, all of your sisters, at least the ones, your older sisters and Sarah also, uh, going to Notre Dame, I think with the exception of me and Pat, they all went to public school for college. Or didn't go. Or they didn't go.
1: And ran at some sort of technical trade.
0: Yeah. Um, And I would say, I I tell my students this all the time, I want to say the ones that went, to college, make less money than probably the ones so, that didn't go to college. So,
1: because this the is ones not, that, this is for sure not a conversation about uh, going to college know, or not. Going to college or not? No, yeah. no. I just always it's kind of I wouldn't say it's a chip on my shoulder, but it's kind of something I've had to psychoanalyze myself about. You know, when I when I feel the need to prove something, why do I feel the need to prove it? And sometimes it goes back to maybe there was some inadequacies felt about the fact that I was the quote-unquote dumb one, you know? Because that wasn't something that happened when I went to college. It wasn't like, oh, I'm the one that's going to the public school and that's, right, you know, that's less than. That's why
0: you're the dumb one?
1: No, that wasn't the reason why I was the dumb one. I was just, I was never... I never was good at school, and I, and I had a sister that was two years younger than me that was, was obviously really good very at good at school yeah. and loved to read books and loved to, like, book learning. Like, she loved right. to book learn. Book learning was never my thing, and somewhere in my brain, I equated book learning with being the more the more premier. Intellectual. Yeah. A more intellectual type of learning, you know. Um, I mean, she's, she's like tried out to be on Jeopardy several times. We're talking about right. like that level of, of smart. Um, I love to learn. It's just not the same type of learning. And so, you know, I'm always trying to like psychoanalyze myself and try to figure out why I do things. And if it's, if it's even important for me to put up a fight about certain things or even care about certain things you know you go through life caring so much about stuff and kind of putting up arguments about it and stuff and you step back for a while and go why am i doing this yeah you know so um and then meanwhile once you're coming upon that stuff you're old enough to even think about that stuff i've got two sisters who were up at notre dame my dad went to notre dame you know yeah um so, yeah,
0: it's something, I guess, that you just sort of picked up along the way. that.
1: And I'm the middle child, I think that's that birth order thing. Right. I think middle children in general feel inadequate for whatever reason. They're just kind of a little forgotten about and a little, you know, not noticed. Right. They're not the oldest. They're not the most important. You know, they weren't the first. So that all the attention wasn't given to or was given to the first ones, And it kind of tapers off and then it ramps well, back it gets, up again. Well, it gets
0: spread out with all the middle ones. Yeah. And then the very last one gets all of the attention because there's no one else after them. Yeah. So
1: Well, I remember with with our littlest one, I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I can take a minute to enjoy this. Yeah. Like, I can enjoy all the cute little things she's saying because Mm -hmm. people, I would see people around me like, oh, she's saying blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, I have three children that are... Like three and a half and under, right? I can't even think of. I was so tired and so foggy. There was no way that I had time to like savor and enjoy all the little things that they were saying and doing. I be- right, can because there was another it. one
0: right after that. Oh, they that just was kept doing coming. All of the, the cute things that the other one was just doing.
1: Yeah, and so you don't really get to. Really get excited about it, and so right. you know she finally came along. And the funny thing is, she's not even that far away; like she's less no, than she's two not. years yeah. behind the right. second to last one. But it still gave me enough time to be able to breathe to where I was like, okay, I can do it a little and bit. The, yeah,
0: that there's not the one. The fact that there's not one after them. Yeah, it's like all of your energy is now compartmentalized. I guess maybe with yeah. the four that we have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I guess I mean I'm a middle child. You're a middle child. I, although i don't I don't remember having that same feeling of that I have something to prove,
1: yeah, because you're really smart, no, you're,
0: but i mean even even aside from that, I don't know that
1: I don't that drives me I, I guess. don't necessarily think that the middle child thing was I think that was more of an attention thing I'm definitely they used to always call me an exhibitionist, they used to be right. like the word they would use for me, I'd be the one that would stand up on the um the hearth in front of the fireplace and like right. do Everyone some sort of dance yeah like i wanted attention so right. obviously craving and lacking some Which sort I of attention am, i was the
0: total opposite as a kid i yeah. was the one that was like always sat in the corner with nothing to say
1: yeah but yeah. it's
0: it's funny that my dad always tells these stories about he, i would always just sit there quietly but then when i did say something it was like really profound
1: Mostly hilarious. I mean, or
0: you know, you know what I mean. But it was coming
1: out of a six-year-old's mouth, right? For the most part, like there was
0: the the guy had nothing to say, but when he did say something, you better be paying attention because it's either going to be really funny or
1: you are just always thinking. You just yeah, I, I, think, I think. think I still
0: am that way. Yeah, I think I like to I like to just be. You're an observer, thinking about what's going on.
1: Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm just like, just say it. We'll fix it later. Total American, by the way. I was listening to all these um, interesting cultural studies about how different cultures process. Um, Decision making and things like that, hmm. and it's a very American thing to make decisions and then just change them a thousand times before you arrive at your conclusion. Whereas uh, Japanese and German uh, culture are very much the opposite. They take all of the items into account before they make a decision. It takes them like two years right. to make a decision, but and that's, they're
0: going to be sure it's the right. But decision. they're going to be sure
1: it's the right decision. Yeah. You're Japanese or German which your dad okay, might yes, my really dad. appreciate. Yes, my
0: dad. We're German.
1: Yeah. Um, whereas I'm very American in that way. Like, yeah, that's interesting. I'd rather just, let's let's decide on something and get moving, and we can always change it you know, all along right. we'll the way. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. Fix it later. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, I think that's all we have for sibling talk. If you guys have any questions or thoughts on our talk today, you can... You can... You can message us on Facebook at Building Aaronsburg, on Instagram at Building Aaronsburg, or you can email us at buildingaronsburg at gmail.com. Until next time, bye y'all.
0: Bye y'all. This is where the editing takes a long time because I keep screwing this stuff up.